Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hello and welcome. It's our number three. Here it is. Our number three of the radio show. And I'm going to change it up a little bit as college football will start before you know it. I'll be playing on the college gridiron. And right now in Washington, D.C., Congress is working to put regulations on name, image, and likeness deals. How do you interpret this latest legislation which has been leaked to the media on NIL deals? Also, what role does Tommy Tuberville play in this part of the book? And what is the master plan for the big-time football powers? What are they going for here? We'll talk about that as well. Here it is, our number three. Put a cap on it, says the politician. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The monarchy as we unlock the hot talk. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and immensely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the lounge. We're hanging out in the lit lounge because these takes are smoking, unless they're not. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. 
We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I'll leave this hour coming from Capitol Hill. I'm going to mix sports and politics. The ongoing fight over college athletes, and this is really basketball, well, football, number one, number two, and number three, then basketball, four and five, and then random hot chicks who get a lot of endorsement money because they're hot. Other than that, that's about all we're talking about here when it comes to these uh, name, image, and likeness deals. Now, if you didn't see the latest on this, we've talked about this a few times over the last couple of months, and this story popped back up on our radar. I think it's interesting, the, the new wrinkle. So if you haven't seen it, and maybe not, in the latest draft, not the final draft, the latest draft of this name, image, and likeness NIL bill, college athletes would be prohibited from striking deals until a semester into their college careers. So no money for you. You got to go to school for a semester. Then you get your money. But wait, there's more. Uh, They also point out that booster-led NIL collectives, which are all the rage these days, could provide, in quotes, benefits, close quote, to athletes uh, and their parents uh, with a caveat. uh, The collectors must or the collectors, rather, must sign a contract with the school. So they have to be under the umbrella of whatever you're, Boston College or uh, Clemson or Wisconsin, whatever the college is. Now, the working draft was put together as a collaboration between Senators Tommy Tuberville, he's a Republican, in Alabama, and Joe Manchin, he's a Democrat in West Virginia. Now, the legislation grants the NCAA a tremendous amount of authority. Tremendous amount of authority. It also, among other things, there's a medical trust. They claim they're worried about athlete health care. There's a bunch of restrictions that have been placed in this thing. Requires athletes to use an NCAA-created standard contract, and there's all kinds of other little bells and whistles in this, which is really great reading if you're sitting on the toilet sometime and you want to fall asleep while you're there on the throne. You can read this. It's available online. It was leaked to Sports Illustrated. So let us discuss the question. How do you interpret this latest legislation to curtail NIL deals? So I've got NASCAR, boogity, 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 Mafia, and Hula Hoops. And we'll connect all of these things together, and we are going to make billable hours because there's a lot of lawyers getting billable hours. A lot of lawyers getting billable hours. So, again, the question is, how do you interpret this legislation on NIL deals? First of all, this is Sir Isaac Newton's third law in play. Right For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And right now, both sides are bobbing and weaving. It's a heavyweight fight. You look at the tail of the tape. You've got what I call big pigskin, big college pigskin on one side. In the other part of the ring, making their way into the ring now, I'll call them the tick-talk jocks. 
So you've got big college pigskin versus the TikTok jocks on the other side. And it's it's you know, a couple of uh, alpha male rams taking part of a full display of masculinity. They're bashing each other's horns uh, by ramming themselves head to head and all that. Uh, college leaders, the people that are running the universities, academia, are weaponizing politicians to regain control. It's a power play, power play. It's an ongoing situation, and it's fascinating. This has been playing out. There have been eight hearings that have been held so far. More than a dozen athlete-related bills have been introduced by your favorite hack politicians. None of them have reached the full committee for debate. Many believe that this time it's going to be different, that this legislation is going to have legs, And so what the college leadership is doing here is they're working like NASCAR. Buggity, buggity, buggity. They're placing restrictor plates on the athletes' cars. You're going too fast, which is code for you're making too much money. That's our money. Every dollar that goes to you to promote a product on TikTok as an influencer is siphoned away from the Alabama Crimson Tide or... Ohio State, the Buckeyes, uh, Notre Dame, University of Southern California, and all the other powers on the college gridiron. That money's our money. How dare you, you snot-nosed punk teenager. Get our money. All right, now secondly, why does Tommy Tuberville matter so much in this part of the book, in this chapter of the book? Well, it's, it's obvious, but for those that have not been paying attention, maybe you're not a college football fan, Tommy is from the football mafia. He's from the football mafia. He oozes the DNA of big college football. And he's got the the principles of honor, tradition, respect, dignity, and all that stuff. It's like old school gangsters getting a made man elected. Money, muscle, influence, all that. For over 20 years of his adult life, Tommy Tuberville lived the life, for lack of a better phrase. He coached at Auburn for a very long time, from the late 90s to the early 2000s, uh, almost, I think he was there for 10 years, if I remember correctly. But he was at Ole Miss before that, uh, coached at Cincinnati, Texas Tech, and so he's bounced around. But he was in charge when coaches ruled the roost. And all the money, all the money went to the school. The star athletes, now they didn't get none of it. They got some of it. A lot of the top guys got under-the-table manila envelopes with cash. But that was rare and appropriate. It was controlled. And it was a mere pittance compared to what the schools got. So Tommy Tuberville is very important. Uh, He is seen in boxing, they would call him the great white hope. But in college sports, because he's now a lawmaker, because he's an elected official, in Washington, he has the power to write the legal papers to give the NCAA and the major schools that pretend to be about academics but are really about big-time football and basketball uh, to give them the power back. And Tommy Tuberville's using this. He's writing the legislation right now that can get them out of a sinkhole. And he was behaving... Normally, before he's like a Manchurian candidate, right? He's behaving normally, and then all of a sudden there was that trigger 
And now Tommy Tuberville's been activated, and he's doing the, the dirty work of the NCAA and the university presidents and all that. Now, final thought. What is the master plan for the big-time football powers? So the scheme is right in front of your nose, right there, right there, your big schnoz, right in your face. Regain control. Up until a couple years ago, as we said, the money, big-time college football, tremendous. they're still making a lot of money. But they're just using a useful idiot in Congress who's a friend of theirs to get the athletes to clean their nose and empty their pockets. And I, I do not support this. I, I think the players should get if, – if people are dumb enough to give these, these players money because they think these are going to be the next big thing, uh, that's on them. And if they can't afford it, that's also on them. And to say that we need some kind of government oversight, I, I disagree with that. I think that's – I don't need the government to tell me how to live my life or how – and I'm not going to get any money. I have no NIL deal. I'm not going to play college sports. But and, uh, you know, a lot of people are jealous. I think that's the thing. A lot of people are jealous because these punk kids are getting all this money. I don't care. It's like, why would you want to limit that? I don't, I don't support salary caps. Uh, you know, people, like I, I work here. I do the overnight show. We do four hours. Colin Cowherd makes about 70 times what I make. Good for him. Uh, good for him. Buy another mansion, Colin. I support that. I'm okay with it because I would like to be in that position. And if you limit how much he makes, then if I'm lucky enough to get in that position, you limit how much I can make. But they're weaponizing this NIL legislation. They've got bazookas on one side, missiles on the other. The plans are straightforward. And the goal is to make athletes jump through all the hula hoops. Here's another hula hoop and another hula hoop and another hula hoop. I'm talking about official forms. To the right, procedures to the left, time-consuming, busy-body work, classic bureaucracy and regulation. And, for example, the latest legislation would allow schools to ban athletes from entering into NIL deals for all of the bad stuff. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, all out, right? No uh, products, no uh, nothing sexual, uh, only fans, uh, you're out. Uh, drugs. No, uh, none of that. Uh, tobacco, weed, weapons, pharmaceuticals, all of that can be and will be outlawed if this legislation ends up passing. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on any of that, we will take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. Our top story earlier when we began the show a while back was about Stephon Diggs. As he's not digging it with the Bills, I just got a I gotta, I get good chuckle, good chuckle uh, when I saw the Bills coach squirming, trying to kiss the toes of Stephon Diggs. Nothing to see here. Everything's good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, that's the ticket right there. That's the ticket. Absolutely. Oh, I wanted to mention this from last hour. So, Ellie De La Cruz, this guy's a, a young star. He's only played like less than 10 games, I think, for the Reds. But he's uh, he's you know, exciting guy and all that. People fired up. Well, it turns out Ellie De La Cruz made a deal years ago that will likely end up putting him in financial trouble for the rest of his career. This is a guy, if he's as good as advertised, is going to get one of those $300 million contracts, not from the Reds. He'll get it from the Yankees. 
or the Dodgers or somebody like that. But he'll get one of those $300 million contracts. And, and so he's, he's off to a good start and all that. Well, it turns out when he was a young guy, well, he's still a young guy, but he is one of about 500 professional athletes that ended up taking a deal with an investment firm. And part of the deal was we'll front you some cash. We'll take care of you. We'll give you a little money here, but you got to take care of us on the backside. And so there's this company called, uh, I believe the name is Big League Advantage. And so they handed out money early on in the career of Ellie De La Cruz, and they, they were betting that of these 500 athletes, a few of them would make it big. And if they made it big, for the rest of their life, they as, as athletes, they had to give 8%, 8% of all future earnings. And L.A. De La Cruz is one of those guys. Now, he's not the only one that's made it. Fernando Tatis Jr., the steroid cheat from the Padres. I'm sorry, that was ringworm. Fernando Tatis Jr. also had one of those deals. And to give you an example how much money that has cost Fernando Tatis Jr., he had to pay 8% of his contract with the Padres, which is $340 million. So they made $27.2 million, the, the group that fronted the money. And L.A. De La Cruz, if he gets a contract like that, he will have to give over $27 million uh, to this group. So, man. And I am told that the money they made already from the Fernando Tatis contract, they've already made their money back that they fronted all those athletes years ago. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, 877-99 on Fox. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. And here's the Maller Riddle of the Day. Deion Sanders, prime time, Coach Prime. He says that he realized when he walked, you know, walked into Colorado, it was a mess. It was a mess. The moment he had an epiphany was when the players brought blank to a meeting. Again, Deion Sanders says he realized he walked into a mess at Colorado when the players brought blank to a meeting. That's the Maller riddle of the day. The answer, we'll get to it. We'll do it next. It's a mess. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow tonight's technical producer, playing all the music and most of the funny sound bites. Is Well, his first name is Sam, and he's from Iowa. And on Twitter, he's at IowaSam99. No video games at the table. And I'm live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Take your calls coming up. Also, later this hour, if you're with us for the full journey through the hour, we'll have Ask Ben and Friends. You can send your questions in. Use the hashtag AskBen. And we may read your comments on the air, your questions on the air. We, In fact, we dedicated a big chunk of time for Ask Ben. So and we don't normally do Sporto questions, but you can ask us whatever you want about life. Uh, we have all the answers, all the answers about life. That's why we're doing overnight sports talk radio. Uh, it's uh, been said, I think it's in the Bible, that the wisest among society do overnight sports talk radio. Uh, so that's all available. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. And here it is. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, says he realized that he walked into a hot mess at Colorado when the players brought blank to a meeting. That is the riddle of the day. What is the answer? That is the question. What's the answer? Let's see. Does anyone know? Donkey Sausage. Says boxes of uh, kicks cereal, the grossest cereal known to man. I would argue that Cheerios without any uh, anything added to them would be the grossest. But what do I know? Uh, who else do we have? Raisin Bran kicks are delicious. I don't know. Cheer- My dad used to eat Cheerios, and sometimes he would eat them without anything other than just plain. It was pretty pretty bad. Uh, anyway, uh, Kathy says uh, Colorado weed. Kathy and Madison going with Colorado weed. Late night drug tester says, Ralphie the Buffalo chip pile. That would be bad. Uh, Sharon says, Time was upset. Players brought soy milk. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, Miguel on Fire says they brought Hayes from Minnesota to the meeting. That would be unfortunate. They brought popcorn without butter, according to Maverick. Just plain popcorn. I mean, who does that? That's a fair point. That is a fair point on that. Ferg Dog says they brought delicious home-baked strawberry cookies. Mm-mm, good. Yeah, that's a good-looking cookie. That is a solid cookie. And you know who's not getting that cookie anymore? Eddie. He's Yummy. not getting that cookie anymore. No. You know who is getting that cookie? Coop, because he ate two of them. And Iowa Sam. Uh, Courtesy Flusher says uh, Japanese porn uh, is what he said. Okay. Uh, Rocky Mountain Oyster Pizza. Guest by Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Calligan Tim says they brought emotional support animals. To the meeting, uh, who else do we have? Uh, Rob in Minnesota said Rocky Mountain Oyster Jerky, which is really disgusting, really terrible. Uh, who else do we have here? They brought their stuffed animals and emotional support Shih Tzu uh, from Supermarket Steve. Inflatable dolls tossed out by Johnny Q. That's uh, his answer. Uh, what else do we have? Page down. Uh, Jack Eichel's uh, Coke dealer. Wow. Uh, from Andy, the comic book guy there. Bitter and broken Sabres fan. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Well, I was going to say the uh, emo- emotional support animals, okay. but other people you, you had mentioned double it already. down on that, yeah. Eddie? You want to think? Yeah, well, I, I got nothing better. All right. Uh, that is wrong, Eddie. Bad job by you. Wrong. Deion Sanders says he realized he walked into a hot mess at Colorado when the players brought a boom box to a meeting. He brought a boom box. <laughs> I didn't even know they made boom boxes I anymore. Know. Is that the- what? You know, headphones and everything. Is that one of those retro things which is now back as, like, kind of cool now? Maybe. I don't know. Like, in record players are kind of back, and then the boom box. He probably meant a Bluetooth speaker, and he just, because he's an older guy, said boom box. He said boom. Are you saying Dion's washed up? He's a has-been. He's a boomer? Well, find out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Iowa Sam does love college football. So you think yes, Deion Sanders is going to just poop his pants uh, in Colorado? No, no. It will be interesting to see what he does in year one. He will one. be great at Colorado. He will be wonderful. Meh. Mark my words, just, Colorado, I don't buy he's going to be a, a, a huge success. Yeah, he's going to actually I'll have bet to you some cookies, Eddie. We've, already, been, we've co- already bet on it. Uh, okay, I'll bet you again. I'll double down. People uh, are anyway, waiting I, to see him get dunked on. We'll We'll see. I did not like all the hype he came in with, but hey. Well, I love Dion. I support him. I hope he does very well. Let's go to David in Winter Park, Florida, and his sidekick, Roscoe the Parrot. Hello, David. Uh, good morning, Benjamin. How are you, my friend? Hello. How's the gambling going, David? You well, are... I hope, you, I hope Ben, you took you put a little money at Santa Anita and Archangelo in the Breeders' Cup Saturday, and that sucker won the race and paid seventeen eighty. I gave out the pick. 70 minutes before post time at Ben Mauer's Twitter. Well, that's right. You send those tweets out all the time. I do see them, David. And so you you go to Vegas quite a bit. You're in Florida, but you go out to Vegas. You're like, you go there a couple times. How many times a year do yeah, you go? Yeah, in fact, I was there a month ago, and I ran into Matt Yeoman, who's part of BSIN. He usually hangs out at the Gold Nugget downtown before he goes in the studio, etc. And he's we're talking about you and I. This is what basically I'm getting at. Will you be my partner in the Cedric Million Classic contest this year? I will pay the thousand dollar entry fee, yeah. and I will pay the proxy fee about two to three hundred dollars. I already contacted Dave Cooley. I'll be he has his own proxy service for about eighteen years. He will yeah. agree to be the what? proxy. 
Wow. Okay, so yeah, so for those who don't understand, wow. there's a, uh, a a big money. This thing's been going on for years. You pick every right. NFL game, and uh, it's you know all the gamblers and, and people that, that think they're great or they enter. It's, it's very expensive to enter. You you said you're willing to pay for it, David. So when yeah. do we we have to go to we have to go to Vegas right. in August? Is that what you said? Sometime right. in August. Right. You just tell me the day you're going to be there, and I'll make the plane reservation. August twenty, well, wow. August twenty sixth, be good to you. And uh, by the way, top one hundred in ties going to be almost two million dollars in the pool. It would increase from five to six million dollars. All right. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. There, it's big money on the I, line here. Today. I'm going to tell you, Ben. It's, you will run the show. You yeah. and I will be part of the selections. We will have to change phone numbers and text. Oh, my. Oh, there's a lot involved in this. And, man, there's right? a lot. And yeah. now on the list, you will be the official right. name I, of the contest. All right. So I, I uh, we're, here, we're here in mid-June here, David. I am right. still considering it. I am leaning towards doing it, but I have I don't have my final answer right now. Okay, I'll let you know. I promise I'll let you know well in advance before that August deadline. And uh, that's a, that's like a very I nice, uh, very kind offer, David. I, I, I got to tell you, that's a very nice thing for the oh, show. By, by and... the way, can... yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. Now, can I get a prop for the U.S. Open Golf Tournament real quick? Look look at Patrick Reed, who I gave out of Ben Merrill's Twitter, the big Tiger Woods plus 135 at DraftKings. He won the, the, um, the prop against Woods, who missed the cut. And yeah. look at him on any props for top 30 or 20 finishes in the U.S. Open Golf Tournament. So All right, that's your that pick, right? You gave it out, David. I got, I got to go, but you gave it out, my man. Thank you, David. The great David from Winter Park, Florida. That's a very nice offer. But I don't know. Like, that's a lot of texting, you know. And I, it's a lot of talking on the phone and all that. You know, it's a little much. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's fine. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apparently, some more issues for former Major League pitcher Trevor Bauer... Uh, uh, more allegations uh, against him uh, involving sexual assault. Uh, I'm not sure. I keep seeing different stories, so I'm not sure how many more allegations have come out. Well, since so he there's one left. more. There's a woman in Arizona uh, okay. claim, made a, made a claim against Bauer, which he's denying, and I believe he countersued. Yes, yes. The uh, the woman. So Bauer playing over in Japan, trying to kind of resurrect yeah. his career, but uh, well, shouldn't that woman have? I guess this happened a few years ago. Shouldn't she have made the announcement earlier than now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the time. Uh, what was she waiting that. for? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Bauer claims she's trying to get money out of him. I don't know whether that's the case or not. But uh, there you go. Can add her lawsuit. Uh, Bauer does definitely fight back when these things pop up, though. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to guess this delays his return to the big leagues. I was going to say that, yeah. that uh, this will doesn't help. Pitch. I'm sure. Does not. Uh, does not. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on through the overnight hours. And we're going to have Ask Ben coming up in a little bit. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Yeah, that works. Let's get back to the calls, and we'll say hello to Tony in the Bay Area. What's going on, Tony? Where did Tony go? Tony is gone. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Let's say hello to Mason the Millennial. Hello, Mason. Hello, Ben. What's up? Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to talk about the magical evening that was the reverse boycott last night. You know, I was uh, lucky enough to attend it. And, uh, you know, we we heard from Andrea, the sports sorceress. She uh, was there. I wish I could have met up with her. That would have been cool. But it was awesome, man. Uh, I mean, I just had to go uh, and, you know, see the Coliseum filled for, you know, well, not filled. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you saw videos. The uh, <laughs> Like 300 sections were completely empty. That looked pretty embarrassing still, huh? Nah. nah, the fact that they got twenty seven thousand people on a Tuesday night with that that team, and they've got they're pretty much gone, right? They, they uh, sent it the the Vegas uh, politicians passed right, yeah, Tuesday. That on the, the, it's yeah, now 12. the 
the governor of Nevada is going to, once he gives the final approval, that's, that's it. They're done. They're gone. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and the rhythmic chanting was really cool. Of course, you would have loved it. Uh, and and I will tell you that that silence thing at the top of the fifth inning, when it silence broke, hearing that truly was bone chilling. Like, I was like, whoa, like that kind of threw me back. But I just got to yeah. say this one last thing and get out on this. You know, uh, life's about living. You know, I had to do that. You know, I was thinking about Roberto a lot. And, you know, my heart goes out to him, man, because, like, you just got to do your thing, man, and go to that A's game. They won't be here next year, man. You just got to go, man. I did it for you, Roberto, man. Big love. God bless you. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. Very emotional. That's a big thing, man. His his childhood team, the A's, are leaving. They're going to Vegas. Do do you see the owner of the A's? (laughs) This – uh, he's at the, uh, the the Midtown headquarters of Major League Baseball. I guess he's meeting to go over how this is. They're going to present this to the public. This John Fisher and the media caught up to him. A uh, reporter for Newsday tracked him down and said, uh, "Hey, uh, we would like to have you comment on your moving this team out of the Bay Area to Vegas." And uh, John Fisher, of course. Did he comment uh, or did he say, I have no comment? Uh, He declined to comment. He said that he had something he had to do and could not speak when he was approached. He left the building, came back with a drink minutes later, and went back upstairs. So, went back up to uh, Did he really? He's the owner of a baseball team. He had to go out and get his own drink. He couldn't have something delivered to the owners, the, the MLB headquarters there. It is the Ben Maller Show. We're going to have Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. We'll get to that. We will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Science tells us that nocturnal creatures have enhanced senses, including excellent hearing, making it easier for them to enjoy the Ben Maller Show. For those working the dreaded day shift, we offer the podcast. Listen when you want, how you want to the Ben Maller Show. It's guilt-free and recession-proof, available on the iHeart app and wherever you get your podcasts. Spread the good word and subscribe and give us a spicy hot review. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It's now time for Time for Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait Ask Ben Twitter Send us your questions on Twitter now And away we go It is Ask Ben Your questions and our answers Ben and friends Our perspective will solve all of life's problems In a segment of talk radio That's how it happens All the big answers in life Right here We pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions and no loitering. Let's get right to it. All right, Ben, we're going to start off with a question from Cowboy Killa. Uh, he wants to know for the crew, is there a fashion style that you regret that you partook in? For example, I wore Jinkos. <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember this because I was a kid, but when my parents passed away, I was going through some old photos and my mom, uh, I wish she was around so I could yell at her, uh, dressed me in bell bottoms. So uh, there are some photos there 
of me in the uh, the old school garb there, so that was a little awkward. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Eddie, what about you, Eddie? Do you remember half shirts? Oh yes, was that like the eighties? Yes, the, yeah, the early eighties. I think uh, they're making a comeback. Everyone's showing their mid riff. Well, everyone's showing their mid riff these days. Oh, well, Wait, you're talking about like 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 what Ezekiel Elliott did? Uh, I don't know, no. but yeah, I remember yeah, back yeah, off jersey. Yeah, like, we were like yeah, eighth yeah. grade, like you know, maybe it was a like, oh, like a sports no. thing. We wear like a half shirt. Uncle Rico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, Uncle Rico. The, the girls in school, Eddie. The girls in the, they have the puffy hair and the half shirts. I remember you, you that. You did that, that Eddie? I did wear it. Yeah. Eddie was <laughs> ripped. He had a six pack. <laughs> I mean, when I was yeah, I was did not have a gut back then. So. Well, I did, Eddie. Yeah, not where, uh, <laughs> I've heard it. Uh, so, yes. Uh, what about Iowa Sam? You want in on this? Uh, well, it wasn't quite a fashion trend, but when I was like in seventh, eighth grade, I was obsessed with the color orange. Yeah. So I had orange pants and like orange oh. everything, and I looked like an escaped felon, like a convict, <laughs> a fugitive on the run. And everyone would, you know, I just loved. Or I had like orange cargo pants, and yeah. So now, do you still love orange? As, a, uh, as I like the up? color orange, but not quite as much as I did when I was like seventh and eighth grade understand uh, cool orange is actually my favorite color and i also um i was gonna mention so uh, in middle school i wore those like uh the the fisherman's hats the bucket hats <laughs> Bell uh, bong. yeah that yeah. was that was bad and then i also had uh orange uh orange pants but they were the pants that turn into shorts you can unzip yep, the, the yeah, bottoms yep, yep. um i had a, a few different ones but the orange ones i loved those loved wearing the orange oh you ones. know what else i had i, I just remember this is really embarrassing too uh you remember there's a mc hammer what were those pants that he wore parachute he, pants yeah i had parachute <laughs> pants <when> I <laughs> nice <laughs> very embarrassing all right what is next here it's ask ben your questions are answered all right this next one is from art puffin uh, oh, you know it's big if it's from art puffin and i hope none of you uh, get this one wrong uh, he says cannoli or tiramisu. Yeah, so I, I do not like tiramisu, so I'm uh, I'm team cannoli on that. Uh, that's that's me. Uh, uh, Eddie, same here. I'm not a fan of tiramisu. Yeah, cannoli. Um, yes, cannoli. The only right answer, cannoli. That's it. You can only have one. If you do not answer that right, then leave the gun. The, take the cannoli. That's right. The greatest line from The Godfather. Absolutely correct on that. Well, that and the horse's head. You know, the head in the bed there. Yeah. All right, uh, what is next here is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Let's keep it going. We're going to do a couple quick ones here. Rapid fire. All right. All right. Uh, Eek wants to know, have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube? Uh, no, I have not. I, my brother did. It pissed me off. Uh, Eddie? Nope, I have not. No, too hard. Nope. Yeah. No, all right. All right, uh, this one is from Courtesy Flusher for everybody. When is your garbage night? Yeah, so it moved. I think my garbage day is on Wednesday. I liked it. I, at the old place, it was on Monday. I loved it because it's perfect. Get all the trash from the weekend, but now it's Wednesday. What about you, Eddie? Wednesday as well. Okay, hump day. Look at that. Unbelievable. What about you, Iowa Sam? I live in a building. I believe the dumpsters are out on Wednesday or Thursday. I think Wednesday, though. Do you have a like trash chute? Oh, we do have a trash chute, and it That's smells crazy. every time I go in there and I take a breath. I feel like the air is uh, poisoned, and I need <laughs> to get out of there as soon as possible. I understand. I understand. Cool, uh, my trash day is on Tuesday, so Monday night is when I when I gather the the trash. Yeah, I got Tuesday night's my day to go there. But I don't think I took the trash can up. I forgot. To, I don't think I left my house. I don't think I went outside. All right, what is next here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. Hashtag Ask Ben. Hashtag Ask Ben. Late night drug tester would like to know for the crew if animals could talk, which animal would be considered the rudest? I think a, a house cat. They just seem mm-hmm. like a-holes to me. 
Um, and yeah, uh, from like animals you'd actually run across. I, I, I think the the standard pussy cat would be just a total bitch. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Uh, I'm gonna go seagull. That's a good one. That yeah. is a good one. That's not bad. Steal fry saying, right out of your hand. Uh, I'm gonna go with a badger or a wolverine because they are very ferocious. So I think that they're just very temperamental and they'd you be see them a lot. Jerks and well, you don't see wolverines very often, no. and badgers are hard to come by too. But they are out there up in the. Uh, Upper Midwest. What about crows? Aren't crows kind of surly? Smart. They're smart. They sound yeah. surly, but yeah. maybe they have a bigger heart than you think. <laughs> well, I've never dissected one. Coop, what about you? Oh, I got to agree with you, Ben. I got to go with house cat. I have a couple of them, and sometimes they I know that they're doing things just to spite me, like because... Just to F with you? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like knocking water off the counter or something? Yeah. Just because just, they can. Yeah. Yeah, the, just to piss you off. Yes. Yeah, you're not taking good enough care of me. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Let's keep it going here. Uh, should we go a little, a little deep here? Uh, Georgia boy wants to know what is your fondest memory of your dad. Um. Oh my, my fondest memory. I, I have so many. Obviously, my dad's uh, not with us anymore. But uh, yeah, I remember he, you know, he was not a big sports fan, but he would take my ass to games. I remember that. Uh, so those are some of the things I you know go to. I remember going to a Rams game. They were playing the 49ers, and I was so obsessed with the the Madden Cruiser that was outside. You know, I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world, and my my dad could not care less. Uh, couldn't couldn't have cared less on that. But he was you know played along and all that. So you know, things like that and different little wisdom. I actually got closer to my dad when my mom passed away. What, what about you, Eddie? Uh, probably my dad did not go to college, but he was a huge Fresno State fan. And of course, I ended up going to college there. And uh, he was the eternal optimist with Fresno State football. He was convinced they were going to win every game, even when they played <laughs> Alabama on the road. He was convinced that there was a way, well, that maybe it could happen. And I just always made me smile. That's cool. Yeah, he's just like totally obtuse to the reality of the world. But the he's like, yeah, that's, who that's who's the thing. coach? The Pat um, Pat Hill. Yeah, he was like anytime, anywhere, right? Yeah, Fu Manchu mustache baby. Yeah, he was good. It's good. And plus, they pay a lot of money when you play anytime. Anywhere. Hell yes. Yeah, a lot. Uh, Sam, any great memories you got? Uh, quickly, I uh, got beaned in the hand by a baseball and broke my metacarpal, rounded the bases, and my dad was at this game, and I said, I think I need to go to the hospital, and he said, it's my day off. <laughs> <laughs> and he works at the hospital, so he didn't want to go back there. <laughs> and I love him for uh, it. Cool, Betty. Uh, I went to my first Broncos game in Denver with my dad. Oh, that's cool. There yeah. you go. Ask Ben in the books. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.